Hello, hello to you futuristic avatars. You're streaming Trinity Radio, a podcast where we deep dive goth and electronic music subcultures. I am your host, DJ Cheshireen, and this is episode 11, DDR and Y2K. We're talking all about the epic video game series, Dance Dance Revolution, and its contribution to the electronic music industry in Y2K. You're listening to Trinity Radio. Dance Dance Revolution, or DDR for short, is a rhythm music video game series created by the Japanese gaming giant Konami. Konami is widely regarded for kickstarting the whole arcade music game phenomenon back in 1997 with their DJ simulation game Beat Mania. Beat Mania was the first Konami rhythm game, and it was really rad. The game controller was modeled after a DJ's turntable, and the game player poses as a club DJ. The goal of Beatmania was to follow commands and manipulate the DJ controller accordingly in order to earn cheers from the crowd. Beatmania's success encouraged Konami to start a new division called Bemani, which was their line for music and rhythm video games to follow. Subsequently, in 1998, Konami released DDR in Japan. DDR has been critically acclaimed for its originality and stamina in the video game market, as well as for popularizing the use of video games as a medium for fitness and exercise. DDR started off as an arcade game, and in 1998, it was like any other type of game seen before because it's a game in which you use your entire body to interact. The controls are different to the standard joysticks, buttons, and directional arrows of other games. DDR is played by standing on a dance pad. In arcades, the dance pad was a heavy-duty metal platform bolted into the floor. Home play was a little less sophisticated. Just imagine a square-shaped plastic pad on the floor that kind of feels like the floor mat you use to play Twister. The dance pad had four arrow-marked panels in a square grid, and sewn within the panels were these control buttons. In gameplay, players select a song, then step on the arrow panels in time with the on-screen arrows. The concept is similar to Japanese karaoke, where the player selects a song and sing into this fancy, high-tech microphone. The microphone would then score you based on the input, timing of the lyrics, and your ability to sing on key. DDR is like Japanese karaoke, but instead of singing, it's for dancing. And instead of following along with words, players dance along with arrows. And instead of using a microphone, players stand on a dance pad. Each song in DDR is programmed with a different step sequence that matches the beat and energy of the music. The game scores your timing, accuracy, and step streaks. When you step correctly, the game gives on-screen visible playback, like colorful visual grades, praising that says, good, great, perfect, marvelous. And successfully hitting the arrows in time with the music fills up your dance gauge, or life bar. Missing an arrow drains the dance gauge. If the dance gauge is fully exhausted during gameplay, the player fails a song and the game ends. But if the player earns a passing score, they clear the level and unlock new songs to play. In 1999, DDR grew outside of Japan and was released in North America, Europe, Korea, really the whole of Asia, Australia, New Zealand, South America, and Mexico in arcades and Sony PlayStation consoles. It was celebrated for its unique medium, gamification of exercise, and how it built social communities around music. And this is why we love DDR at Trinity Radio. Music is a crucial component of DDR. Without music, there's no game. In the earliest iterations of DDR, there was primarily highly energetic bubblegum pop, J-pop, cutesy techno songs, and that kind of stuff. Many of these songs were produced in-house by Konami's very own game composers. As the game grew, the developers started to design playlists that could appeal to a broader audience. 
So they started curating a bigger variety across several eras and several genres. Now there are over 1,500 songs and remixes in DDR. Um, And during my research, I actually came across one source that said 1,800 songs. And it all spans across trance music, disco, rock, house, hip-hop, and more. But DDR primarily consists of electronic dance and synth-driven music. In addition to original compositions created specifically for DDR, the game also incorporates individual tracks by mainstream artists. If you've ever played DDR, especially in the early days, there is absolutely no doubt you're familiar with this next track. Dream a Dream is a single by the German Eurodance duo Captain Jack. Released in 1999, it was licensed to DDR's fourth dance mix. This is Captain Jack's Dream a Dream on Trinity Radio.
we just played Dream a Dream by Captain Jack. In addition to Dream a Dream, DDR has a license to 11 other songs by Captain Jack. So as I mentioned before, DDR has music produced by Konami's in-house artists, but DDR also has an eclectic set of licensed music from many artists like Captain Jack. What is a music license? Music licensing is a type of legal agreement that allows another party to use your musical work for their own purposes while still allowing you to have ownership and compensation for your work. In this case, a music license agreement was between the licensor, Captain Jack, selling a license to Konami so that Konami could use Captain Jack's songs and videos in DDR's promo and gameplay. In return, Captain Jack receives payment, exposure, and or promotion. And this is how DDR was able to use some of the really popular hits from the real world in its game. Dream a Dream came out in 1999 in Germany and mainly Europe. Captain Jack's style of music really captures the Eurodance trend of the late 1990s. Like Dream a Dream, most Eurodance is characterized by synthesizer riffs, one or more vocals with a simple chorus and probably rap parts, sampling, and a drum machine clap beat. Popular Eurodance acts from the late 90s were The Real McCoy, Hadaway, La Butch, and Snap. Each of these are German or German-American Eurodance acts of the late 90s that reached the top Billboard Hot 100 at some point, and in some of these cases, even the top five. So if you live through the late 90s, these names probably sound very familiar, and this sound format does as well. But if you were born in the 80s and 90s or playing DDR as a child, you were most likely too young to go clubbing at that time. So DDR did not only disperse Eurodance hits internationally, but made them accessible to young millennials, giving them their first taste of neon lights, DJing, party music, and socializing around dance. Trinity Radio. To better understand the initial impact of DDR, it's important to understand what the video game landscape was like in the late 1990s. The late 70s and 80s was the golden age of the arcade. Video games saw a period of rapid growth, technological development, and cultural influence of arcade video games. Games like Space Invaders, Galaxian, Asteroids, Pac-Man, and Tron were revolutionizing the video game industry. Wherever people were likely to have free time, there were arcade games, like restaurants, bowling alleys, movie theaters, and shopping malls. In the early 1990s, the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo Entertainment System greatly improved home play. Games were produced with a little more realism, even switching from 2D to 3D graphics or true real-time 3D polygon graphics. Rather than playing coin-op games where you drop in a quarter and play just until you run out of lives, home consoles allowed players to really sink their teeth into games by allowing them to save progress within a game. You couldn't really do this in an arcade, and the options available with some home consoles were looking more and more appealing. In 1997, Sony's PlayStation was the year's best-selling video game console worldwide. The best-selling video game was Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation, as well as some other role-playing games that could not be found in arcades. DDR was also released for home play, but there was still this experience that you couldn't quite get at home, that you could still get in arcades, like... For example, there was a lot more space, you could jump around and stomp around, there were opportunities to meet up and play with others, and there was a place to play really loud music. According to a 2006 study by Johanna Joysnemi, 556 DDR players from 22 different countries were surveyed about various experience factors. The summary of responses showed that playing DDR in arcades had a positive effect on players' social lives because playing provided a setting where new friends could be found. Despite the rise of home consoles, DDR players continue to take an interest in arcades. 
Nowadays, there are 20 installments of DDR, and in those 20 installments, there are over 1,500 songs. DDR's diverse soundtrack featuring music from various genres and cultures helped broaden its appeal globally. Take, for example, this monster electronic club anthem from Finland in 1999. Sandstorm is a techno-trance single by the Finnish producer Darude. In the year 2000, Darude released Sandstorm in his debut album, Before the Storm, which catapulted to the top dance and electronic music charts. Sandstorm was also a song and level in DDR Max, the sixth mix, which was released in arcades and home play in 2001. This is Sandstorm by Darude on Trinity Radio.
You just heard Sandstorm by Darude. And if that was your first time ever hearing Sandstorm, well, welcome to this podcast. <laughs> Sandstorm was from Darude's debut album, Before the Storm. It earned Darude three Finnish Grammy Awards, a number one song in Finland, and made the Billboard Hot 100. The official video for Sandstorm was shot in various places around Helsinki, Finland, and it was the first Finnish music video shown on MTV in the U.S. So by this point, MTV had been around for almost 20 years, and Sandstorm was the first Finnish video to ever get broadcasted. But one could say that the Sandstorm success was part of its viral fame and longevity to gaming. Not only has Sandstorm been torn up in every club and dance chart available on every airwave and dance compilation across the world, but it had a prolific run as a go-to track in various games and sporting events. Ultimately, Darude's Sandstorm has become one of the most recognizable tracks of the century. As of January 2020, it has sold over 2 million copies and has gone certified platinum. So far, we've played two hit licensed songs from the late 90s, the Euro dance hit Dream a Dream and Technotrance anthem Sandstorm. These two songs are really nostalgic of their time, but when it comes to in-house songs for DDR, there are certain elements that are kind of just like DDR sounding sounds. DDR has a variety of music, sure, different beat patterns across a breadth of eras and genres, but regardless of the type of music, the game is still that. It's, it's a game. DDR tests its players based on rhythm, coordination, accuracy, and stamina. So in addition to making fun songs to dance and listen to, the songs need to be both challenging and fun to play. Songs tended to be really highly energetic. Um, BPMs for DDR songs go up to 300 BPM, if you can even imagine that with your ears. Levels tend to be short, usually under two minutes, because you're dancing after all. And the music experience was elevated by certain DJ elements like colorful lights and flashing lights that got bigger and brighter as the dance gauge increased. In order to ensure that gameplay could be challenging enough for players, there had to be in-house music composers that were producers for the game. The two most notable in-house music composers for the DDR series are Naoki Meda and Sota Fujimori. Naoki Meda graduated from the Osaka University of Arts in piano performance. In 1998, he was hired as an official sound producer for DDR, and his role was to compose and arrange original music for the game. Naoki's go-to instruments were the synthesizer, guitar, bass guitar, shamisen, and piano. And the genres he made for the game were mainly shabuya kai, hip-hop, eurobeat, j-pop, electronic, and rock. Being the primary composer and earliest member of the DDR music team, Naoki composed some of the flagship songs in DDR. In 2001, Sota Fujimori also joined the DDR team as an exclusive composer. Sota Fujimori eventually grew into the role of sound producer and director of several PS2 DDR titles. Fujimori also goes by a ton of aliases, but his sound falls along the lines of trance, J-Vogue, hyperpop, and cutie technopop. Both Naoki and Sota Fujimori featured vocalists for their songs too. And these vocalists were usually hired just to work on DDR and were treated as branded pop idols in Japan. These pop idols' job was to not only make music and sing music for DDR, but to perform live concerts as a way to further promote the game. Here's one of those in-house songs. Featuring the vocals of Anna, this is Sota Fujimori, Look to the Sky on Trinity Radio.
Look to the Sky by Sota Fujimori and the vocals of Anna. Sota Fujimori actually published that song under one of his aliases, SYSF. Naoki and Sota produced so many songs for DDR of so many flavors, and so they're known to have used different aliases depending on the type of project. Between the two of them, they had over 40 aliases. In the end, Naoki composed and arranged over 200 songs for DDR alone. Over the years, DDR featured songs from different cultures and time periods, reflecting the evolving landscape of music. As the fan base grew, the game appeared in more homes and more arcades. As the game appeared in more homes and arcades, people could play more. And as people played more, they became better skilled. So eventually, the game grew beyond just casual play. There were DDR competitions sprouting all over the world where players competed for status and big cash prizes. Tournaments were popping up in Norway, Japan, Australia, the US, and more. And you could win around $10,000 just by winning these tournaments. Because DDR was also a good source for aerobic exercise, it was also used as a part of some fitness programs in schools in the US and the UK. So DDR became a popular and accessible game for players of all backgrounds, all ages, and all skill levels. Don't just take my word for it. I had a chat with one of my DJ pals, Israel. Israel is a San Diego DJ who's been spinning new wave and dark wave music since 2017, with residencies at Rumors and Other Voices San Diego. Israel's interests and hobbies include illustrating, collecting vintage manga, wiener dogs, Dark Souls gaming, and dancing. And relevant to today's episode, DDR was a huge part of Israel's life growing up. Israel, can you share with us what are some of your memories that you have of playing DDR growing up? Wow, I have, I have so many memories, you know, from playing DDR back in the day, you know, just going around to different arcades, pizza places, um, bowling alleys, and uh, running into your favorite, you know, version of the game because. You know, every place would have a different version because there was a bunch of them.、Um, and my version was、uh, extreme because that one had a lot of the songs that I loved. And not only that, if you knew the code,、uh, you could access a lot of the music from other games. So it, it was the best one, hands down. I also remember that I had friends that worked at a Boomers and they would always, always hook it up with tons of tokens. And I would just sit there for hours. Just dancing around, you know? And、uh, one time I got, my friend and I got so soaked, we had to go to Walmart to get some shirts because we wanted to eat some ramen afterwards. I think I still have that shirt. Yeah. A lot of good memories. People can burn a lot of calories playing DDR. I remember playing with my cousins growing up.、Um, we were just kids at the time.、Uh, one, especially, who just loved to play games. That's kind of all he did. And、um, DDR was just his exercise. But whenever he would play, he would just be drenched in sweat.、Um, <laughs> and you know, we all had our favorite go to songs that got us the most amped. So, in your case, like what were some of your favorite songs? What got you going? Man, there's so many, but the ones that come to mind are Love Shine, Telephone Operator by Pete Shelley from Buzzcocks.、Um, but my absolute, absolute favorite is the speedy mix of Cartoon Heroes by Aqua. It's fast, it's fun, it makes you feel motivated, and it really gets you going. I will play that back for us. In my opinion, it's, it's better than the, than the original. But, 
but uh yeah those those are definitely the my favorite ones to, to dance to um so that song the speedy mix is 170 bpm but the original like the original just the aqua mix is only 128 bpm so talking about bpm for a minute like what did ddr teach you about music or like how did it influence your djing style if at all i don't know if ddr has taught me anything about music but i think it has helped me figure out what types of dance songs i like and don't like to dance to for example when i dj just like in ddr if the song doesn't make me want to jump around and move and act like a crazy person then i won't play it and that choosiness i think has helped me a lot to grow as a dj um and there are certain songs that I only hear you play at the club, which actually I featured in my show. So Dr. Body, Oral Vampire, those are very special dance floor moments. And so for the final question, like what made DDR so special to you? Oh, man, that game will always hold a big place in my heart. Because not only did it combine two things I really love, you know, gaming and dancing, but it was it was something social that you could do outside with your friends, you know? I had the ability to like just, you know, bring people together, you know, through a shared passion for dancing and music. And a lot of those impromptu gatherings added a, like, I don't know, like a layer of magic to, to the fun. It wasn't just a game. For me, it was like a, a catalyst for friendship. And uh, the memories of those sessions will always be there. And I'll always appreciate the effort those developers took to make a unique blend of physical activity, competition, and uh, social connections that DDR seamlessly woven to me and many others is gaming history. Awesome. Israel, thank you so much for giving us your time and for sharing your perspective. Um, it's always good to hear from someone else other than me on this show. So to keep up with DJ Israel, he has residencies with rumors and other voices. So if you're on Instagram, you can follow those events at other underscore voices underscore San Diego and his personal Instagram at Israel, I-S-R-A-E-L underscore L-I-I-T-E. As we just learned from Israel, DDR was pretty much everywhere, right? It was arcades, um, bowling alleys, and theaters. It was a really common hangout spot. It was common for people to have birthday parties at the arcade just to play DDR. Ask our next featured artist, Porter Robinson, aka Virtual Self. Porter Robinson is an American DJ, record producer, musician, and singer from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Born in 1992, Robinson began producing music at age 12. So in 2004, this little boy was producing music, and he was entirely self-taught. Porter Robinson made super melodic and complex electropop, synthpop, and indie-tronica. At 18, Porter Robinson signed to Skrillex's record label and released his first EP, Spitfire. In 2012, Porter Robinson earned a spot on Billboard's 21 Under 21 list, and one of his primary influences for electronic music and performance was Dance Dance Revolution. Porter Robinson grew up as a hardcore DDR and Beatmania fan. In 2022, he posted a video on his social media happily announcing that his music would be featured in the new DDR updates and how much it meant to him. So when I was a little kid, DDR was my entire reason for being. It was like the most important thing in the world to me. I had the at-home version, but like the mat would slip everywhere. And so I was constantly begging my parents to take me to an arcade. Every single birthday, I would have it in an arcade just so I could play DDR the whole time that I was there. And it was like my, mo- I would like wake up with butterflies in my stomach 
at the thought of getting to go play DDR. And like, if I look back at DDR, it's so obvious the enormous influence it had on me. Like, DDR was my first exposure to the concept of rhythm, to electronic music, to like high intensity visuals and like VJing that's cut to music. It was my first exposure to Japanese music, which has been an enormous influence on me over the years. And so uh, I'm extremely, extremely happy because two of my songs are coming to DDR. Uh, Look at the Sky and Something Comforting are both uh, gonna be released in the new update. And the man, I just like, I just wanted, find like the 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 child version of myself and sit him down and be like dude okay listen you're gonna pick up music production software this is gonna go really well so don't stop and by the way your music is gonna be added to ddr in the future uh many many years from now it just it's just something that makes me so extremely happy that porter robinson songs that kid his music is gonna be in ddr i'm extremely happy about this i thought i would share the two songs released in DDR are from Porter Robbins' alias project called Virtual Self. And the inspiration for Virtual Self's material is very heavily inspired by the visuals and neo-trance sounds of the early 2000s. Here's a song by Virtual Self. This is Ghost Stories on Trinity Radio.
just heard Ghost Stories by Virtual Self. One of Robinson's main inspirations for the Virtual Self project, including its sound and design, was the early 2000s. He really enjoyed the electronic music and the look of internet web pages from that time. So at the time, Porter Robinson was just a preteen. And now Robinson shares, quote, I want to help define how people remember the early 2000s. I want to be one of those people who defines nostalgia for that time period. Trinity Radio. For our final featured song today, I want to take one last trip down memory lane. Nostalgia for the year 2000 often brings up memories of unique fashion and technological advancements that really pushed us to the point of no return as a global society. Here are some common nostalgic elements. Baggy jeans, cargo pants, butterfly hair clips, platform shoes, and chunky highlights. There are brands like Von Dutch, Ed Hardy, Baby Fat, Aeropostale, um, Vans, Jinko jeans. There was the rise of the internet, Chainmail, IM, and the overall dot-com boom that seems like so long ago and really hard to fathom um, life before that. But it was certainly a magical time, a simpler time. There were the early days of mobile phones, digital cameras, and the excitement of getting the latest gadgets. And there was also the advent of Napster, MP3s, burn CDs, and file sharing and downloads. Um, Beanie Babies, Pokemon cards, Furbies were popular collectibles at the time. Razor scooters were also a popular toy for kids. And as the world prepared to transition from the 90s into year 2000, many people were concerned about the potential computer glitches that could occur when the date changed from the number 1999 to 2000. In the late 90s, we did not really wholeheartedly invest or trust in internet technology. Technology was just an accessory to our lives. And games like DDR, they were high tech, but they were still a really like very real, tangible way to share music and experiences. And DDR is nostalgic of the bygone days of playfully interacting with and sharing a musical experience before the advent of streaming. So for our final song, I wanted to play a classic that actually speaks to this message. Dirty Vegas formed in 2001 and launched a success with the release of their song Days Go By that very same year. In 2002, Days Go By was also issued in DDR Max 2. And here it is, our final song. This is Dirty Vegas, Days Go By on Trinity Radio. Still a whisper on my lips A feeling at my fingertips It's pulling at my skin You leave me when I'm at my worst A feeling as if I've been cursed With a cold within
That was Days Go By by Dirty Vegas. Days Go By reached number 14 on the Billboard charts and number one on the Dance Club chart. The Dance Club chart was a little different than the main Billboard charts. Um, Dance Club chart specifically looked at club DJs' set list to determine the most popular songs that were being played in nightclubs across the U.S. So at its peak, Days Go By was higher both on the Dance Club chart and overall Billboard Hot 100 chart than Sandstorm ever was. Um, which is which is funny because I, I think Sandstorm is a more recognizable tune, um, although p- personally I'm more partial to Days Go By. Um, but what's neat when it comes to GDR is the actual Days Go By music video is the same video shown on the monitor during gameplay. And this was really neat because this very experience connected the player with the real world experience and message of the song. And here's why. Days Go By video takes place in Los Angeles. Early one morning, a middle-aged man is wearing a business suit and a well-worn pair of orange high-top Chuck Taylor All-Stars. He lays out a cardboard mat in front of a restaurant, turns on a boombox, and starts breakdancing. And in this whole video, he's just 
breakdancing. He's popping and locking, doing the robot. And the story of the video goes that each year, on the same day every year, this man comes back to dance um, in hopes of reuniting with one of his old lovers who left him in that very spot. And this video, again, was the same video shown on screen with DDR, which brings us to our closing thoughts. DDR was not only a frontier for electronic music, its magic was that it allowed the world to interact with their full mind, soul, and body. In treating gameplay as a social experience, DDR established a unique physical and performative dynamic to gaming. With that said, Dance Dance Revolution was a game tailor-made for this nebulous idea of what the millennium could bring us, a virtual reality that nonetheless bled into actual reality. All right, gamers, this concludes our episode, DDR and Y2K. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a follow, send it to a friend, or you can also leave a five-star review because these things help others find our show so that we can connect and share the love of music. And you can also connect with me on Instagram at trinity.xm. Once again, I'm your host, DJ Cheshireen, and I will catch you next month for our season one finale.